Archimax login confirmed. Welcome to the Lodge. You've accessed the LodgeCast experience. Warning, warning. Dangerous spoilers ahead. Enjoy. Episode 139, Vortex. Hello and welcome to a very melancholy, sad, west side of Los Angeles episode of the LodgeCast. I'm your LodgeMaster. With me as always is Brother Bishki. Hi. We have a guest to bring home the end of the landmark on Pico. We have Brother Zach with us. You know, this feels like an episode of death and hopefully rebirth, but <laughs> yes. uh, we're marking time here. Oh, we're deep in the bowels of the landmark theater parking structure. This is where we had our infamous blow up about First Reformed. Oh, yes. And now we are mm. here for Gaspar Noe's latest endeavor, Vortex. And, <laughs> and this theater has two weeks left. <laughs> two weeks. Oh, this no. is the end of the landmark. We keep shutting down theaters. We yeah. we saw Matrix Resurrections at the Arbor Lake 16 in Maple Grove, Minnesota. Yeah. And it shut down the next day. <laughs> and so here, at least we know there's two weeks left. But God, this mall, this mall is just... It's ready. They're just oh. itching for them to stop showing movies so they can tear the whole thing I, down. I think the theater is one of the last businesses that's open in the mall. Yeah. Um, yeah. We took the extreme measures of going to the west side during rush hour on a Monday to be here tonight mm -hmm. <laughs> to bring you this hot reflection on Vortex, which all I know is that this is a film about the horrors of dementia. <laughs> I, think, I think, yeah. It has Dario. I know it has Dario Argento as, as, as a star. I'm starting to see why Lucas maybe dipped on this one. <laughs> well, you know, I'm just, I'm always in for Gaspar. Of course. And, of and course. I think this is uh, the fourth Gaspar in a row, Lodge Master, that you and I have, have done together. Oh, great. That's we good. did we did uh, void yeah and we did love yes we and did the three of us with brother Lucas we all did climax we all climax together yes. and so now we come to the end of life <laughs> we've done and, the full <laughs> we've done the full scope <laughs> but it is interesting because enter the void is obviously a lot about death and the afterlife of course and, and, and Bishki just in saw that yeah. I watched Bishki watch I that I did I did I um I rather enjoyed it it wasn't as 
frightening as I was anticipating. And, oh. it, and he doesn't it, want us to. Gasper doesn't want us to be scared. I think climax is is probably the most succinct, best, pure <laughs> version of, of Gasper. I over the weekend I did go back, back, back to Irreversible. Oh, you did it! And, I didn't know if um, you were really gonna do it. Yeah, I was telling Zach earlier. It kind of ruined my weekend. Yeah. I, <laughs> It'll do that. It, uh, but it's told backwards, so it ends in a happy place. Isn't yeah, that? The, but, the, but that's so <laughs> front-loaded with such vile... Oh, it's just... Yeah. I when, don't know. When the first shot is someone being bludgeoned to death with a fire extinguisher. You <laughs> yeah, and I, and you know what's coming you know after what's that. Coming. Yeah. But tonight, it's a more mature Gasper, perhaps. And I did hear that this was inspired by his own medical scares. So this got him thinking, and we're about to see what unfurls from that brain of his. Zach, you're right. We, we got this. This is a filmmaker that we need to follow through all of his ups and downs and lefts and rights because he's a singular visionary. And I love that we're seeing it in a theater because this might be the last <laughs> way that makes it to a theater. <laughs> Definitely the last one that'll play at this theater. Yes. Here's what I am curious about going in, not knowing much else than what's been said. He is a mischief maker. He is. And I'm just curious if we're in for a, a more grounded experience where he's going to find his Gaspar uh, in? Yeah, where's he going to get his jollies? Flourishes. Where are the jollies coming from? Uh, <laughs> how is he going to opening tickle, credits? How's he going to tickle us? Right. <laughs> There's got to be some tickling in this. Yeah, as dour as, as it probably will be. Yeah. So because he's this is not this is not Michael Haneke's amour. No. This is Gaspar's amour. Yes. This is <laughs> yes. So let's prep our bodies and minds to be tickled. And uh, climb that out-of-service escalator. The escalators don't even work here. No. You have to just walk up a dead escalator and hope it doesn't turn on. The lights could turn off on us <laughs> in the middle of the, uh, in, in, you know, leaving the theater. Tonight. We're going to have a tale to tell. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Let's ascend those steps. Love and light, y'all. Love and light. Through the mirror of my mind, time after time, I see reflections of you and me. Reflections of the way life used to be Reflections of the love you took from me Cradle me 
Rock me gently. Oh, rock us gently. We are back from the vortex. Uh, before we even scrape the surface of this, <laughs> let us have it. Run tomatoes. A retired psychiatrist with dementia and a struggling author with a heart condition live their final days together in an apartment period. <laughs> that's, that's it, folks. <laughs> that's it. Uh, do. That's what we saw. <laughs> First and foremost, Brother Bishke treated us to this movie tonight. Yeah, it was right. technically a landmark discount night. Discount night. And we do appreciate that. Classy discounts. Yeah, seven bucks tickets. And since LT wasn't here, I was like, Bishki, are you going to get a refund on that fourth ticket? And he was like, no, I'm going to donate it. I donate and, to the Landmark Fund. And then you had another chance because the usher was like, uh, don't you want a refund on that ticket you're not using? And you're like, nope. <laughs> <laughs> so... Uh, Good on you. May you manifest in another form, yeah. dear Landmark. <laughs> that theater is is quite the sight. Uh, on our way out, there was a couple ushers just doing the closing shift. And there was one usher just kind of sitting at this table. And the other one went up to him and was like, what are you doing, man? And he's like, applying for jobs. Oh, <laughs> man. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, this, yeah. This movie and this theater... Like connected. There's to a that. lot of parallels. A lot like of parallels. This was this was the death of the landmark for it's sure. In, it's interesting because I was I was here last about three months ago to see worst person in the world, mm. mm-hmm. and it was like a Friday night. It was opening weekend, so it was the whole theater was full. There was life. Yeah, <laughs> escalators were working. The and escalators were working. As we walked out tonight, I mean, as oh, as you'll mama. soon as you'll soon find out, the movie is a bit somber, and we are keeping it muted because we're professional lodgecasters. So the silence yeah. was deafening. Yeah. People just that broke some people. Just yeah. broken broken humanity walking quietly out of the theater <laughs> i mean it really uh, did you did you both of you boys see uh, a more yes yes it really kind of made me i mean it's, it's different in a number of ways but the feeling level is very similar right. exiting that theater right just it just crushed. really crushes you and yeah. i i really <laughs> i mean it seems like years ago that we recorded the intro to this particular <laughs> episode but it seemed like we had a little glimmer of hope because gaspar is a trickster yeah and he celebrates as well as shows the horrors of drug use mm-hmm. <laughs> and just life in general like and life in general like he but the trickster was not the, the trickster was not out tonight. <laughs> trickster was absent. It's almost like it's almost like if Enter the Void is is a little more um, the imaginative. Enter the Void is a rom com compared to this. Well, yeah, it's yeah, just it's yeah. just it's there's more surreal, yeah. playful, yeah. Like I say, imagination. Where this is this is 
every moment of the downward. It's like one character says it's like she's going downhill and he just, Argento just moves his hand down, yep. down, down, and there's no coming back up. And no. every single moment is very real and very very bleak because you're flat. I don't know about you guys, but I'm just like, I'm thinking about my family. Yeah. I'm thinking about yes. myself and my friends. Yeah. I mean, this movie was my, I was going through a lot in this screen. Yeah. Man. Well, because, <laughs> Oh baby, because it is very meditative in its mundanity of just watching these people deteriorate in front of your eyes. Formally, we should note that aside from a brief moment of love in the sunshine at the beginning, the entire movie is split screen. You even see the split yeah. creep between drip them, down, well yeah. drip down as they sleep in the morning, and it don't stop. It's split screen all the way through, mm -hmm. and you just get to just kind of sit with this family and think. It gives you that space to fucking confront your own shit. Yeah. And I was bringing my friends and family into it too, but especially when he was rolling down his arm, like she just keeps going down and down and down. That's when I started thinking about movie theaters. And I'm like, we are, we are watching the slow demise. Oh. Of theaters. oh. And that's, that's what I latched onto for the rest of the movie. I'm just like, Oh, this is God. it, guys. Yeah. This is last gasps. And you're just reaching into a <sighs> shit-filled toilet bowl to trying to unclog the drain. Oh. <laughs> Sorry, getting ahead. Yeah. Well, <laughs> spoiler alert. No. I mean, but um the the plot like there is no plot. No, it's life. It's, it's life. life. It's the end of life. That's, that's the end the of life. Yeah. It's the heavy breathing. It, managing the end of life. Every yeah. time I thought that we were going to get a little bit of traction on something that resembled a movie plot. No, no, no. But no. And, and, and you're just <laughs> like when he's handing out the kits. At, yes. I was like, Oh, we're getting, we're getting into his pl life. The, plot. the son hands out clean drug use paraphernalia to addicts on the street. But we're, we're talking about 80%, 90% into the film at that point. Yes. I mean, yeah, yeah. Most, we're, not, we're not going off on a tangent. Most no, of the no. movie, and I'm talking two hard hours, is watching an elderly couple shuffle around their extremely cluttered apartment. And I'm going to put for the- Suffering. I'm going to put for the theory that that is Dario Argento's apartment. I mean, the, it looked really lived in. It was yeah, like very. hoarding- Cinema books everywhere. Yes. Like it was like and and offbeat and classic cinema posters all over the place. Well, yeah. So they they had this moment where the sun. This is about maybe also about three quarters in, and the sun <laughs> three years into it, and the sun is saying like <laughs> is having the conversation right about like it's time to move you guys in to so, a home. So real, yeah, and so real, and the and Argento the dad is really resisting he's and he's like back. and he's like 
we're not leaving this house. This house has, and when he starts listing the things, mm-hmm. he's like, this has our books, our magazines. Yes. You can't take that with, this is our, our memories. And it, it just got me thinking, it's like, boy, we're just, we're, he's never going to read any of those no, books no, again. No, yeah. But it's this, it's this thought that we collect all these things, even yeah. if we don't engage with them anymore, they have, the, we surround ourselves with them and they have this presence of our memories with them. And and, um, and this apartment is truly, it's like caverns full of books that they just kind of crawl through. It, and it seems like it's, the walls are closing in on them. And that's definitely part of the whole motif. Yeah. It, and I know that it's important to people, but God damn it, it made me want to clean out my house so bad. Yeah. I'm just like, get rid of shit. No, go digital. Like, <laughs> we can't we can't come to the end of life and just have hordes of no papers no fight back the you tide. don't take the papers with you no and oh. we'll get to that part oh. but anyway <laughs> oh. there so but now yes it's plotless but what i thought was kind of interesting is you know the first 10 15 20 minutes is day one of things taking a bad turn yeah and the wife is kind of gone missing and um that was quietly intense it became yeah so my whole experience with this movie is every time the movie kind of settles into this quotidian blah you know <laughs> shuffling and yeah all of a sudden you find something like on one one frame like you know argento's taking a shower but then on the left frame his wife in a spell oh. is ripping up is trying to clean up his desk that's when i was and sitting is destroying up destroying all of his work he's working he's, on a book and he's writing it longhand and she just looks at his last few pages and just rips them up puts them in the trash and then again it's split screen so he's just having a great shower yeah <laughs> he's, he's, he's relaxing he's steaming <laughs> and i'm watching what's going on and you just no. you, you, yeah you're just going no no, everything was like that. And and it was so effective because the beginning of the film, like you say, you have that one little moment where they're, you know, they're hanging out on their balcony mm-hmm. and he says, life is but a dream. Yeah. And then you, you were over the bed and down comes the line. And now they're not having their shared reality anymore. It's these two different realities side by side for the rest of the film. And, 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 it's and there's an initial, each other. there's an initial, there's some words at the beginning. I don't know if it's a quote or what, but it says something like this film is dedicated to those mm. whose brain deteriorates before their heart or something like that. Yeah. And I heard Zach just go, Oh, Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because isn't it, isn't it in many ways, most people's greatest fear is that you lose your mind yeah. and, you're, and you're still, and, and you don't know you, you could, because you know, memory is so important. And I think like when you, when you get older, especially the gift of getting older is having the memories, the relationships, the history, you know, best that it's with people and not with like objects so much as we're talking about, but, but objects can be meaningful, but, but I just, yeah. But then the cosmic trick is that you can't remember it or you can't remember it correctly. You can't remember it correctly. Dementia and Alzheimer's like, yeah, it's, 
And the mother is a, she's a psychiatrist, right? Right. Yeah. That's that's an interesting twist. It's a big part of the middle of the movie, which is she's still prescribing her own medication (laughs) and her husband. No one's on a cocktail. No one's really grasping like how dangerous the whole situation is for a while. Like, yeah, that also is nerve wracking. The son is talking to the father. He's like, you should really be careful about uh, keeping a track of your pills because she's been messing with her own. And he's like, do you think she'll poison me? And he's like, no, Uh, no. (laughs) (laughs) And meanwhile, in the split screen, she's mashing up pills. Oh, she's man. mashing up pills. She's leaving the the gas stove on. Oh, the stove. She's. I mean, man. Oh, mm. and it, it might sound to you, dear listener, that this is a bit of a thriller, and it is. <laughs> but oh, what genre is this? <laughs> it's the amor genre. You know, well, you re- guys remember in climax that um, I don't. I think it was a dragon sequence where. Um, it's like they're on the sangria mm-hmm. where it's like a continuous shot. We're following her down yeah. the hallway or something. Yeah. 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 There are sequences in this movie that are so, so similar and yet 180 degrees sure. different, but he knows how to build anxiety. Oh, when the, when so the wife, when the wife is sleeping like, and he oh, has a, is having a stroke or, yeah, his or a heart, heart, attack, heart attack, something like that. And yeah. he just walks through the dark cavernous apartment alone. <laughs> the sound design. It's a horror movie. It's a horror movie. That's a horror movie. Oh my God. It's, by the way, it's not just the, there's a second breath yes. that's struggling. A phantom breath. It's a phantom struggle oh. breath underneath. I was like clutching oh. my chest for about five minutes while that was going on. Almost in in some ways, I was just hoping he would die so that yes. he could have relief. Yes. Was- <laughs> the sweet release of death. Oh. oh, oh, yeah. The heavy breathing and the, and the, and the, Flemmy coughing throughout is just like, oh. I mean, I know Sweet Lucas isn't here, but I could hear his deep sighs and groans uh, all the way from the valley. I, I don't think, I don't think I, he would have stayed. Maybe he caught a whiff of what this was about. <laughs> he talked to somebody. Because this was no climax. It this would, is like, this is no country is for go, young Lucas. This is going in the complete other direction of climax. And, yeah. It would be delightful if at the end of this Lodge cast, there was a audio recording and Brother Lucas was phoning in his review, but I, I don't think I just, it's not going to happen. No, it's, it's really well, not going to happen. And yeah. I, I, I'm a broken record <laughs> with these Gasper movies, but you really need to be a captive audience. Like, yeah. can you imagine people watching this at home? No. No, it doesn't work. It's not what I would call an easy film to watch. By any stretch of the imagination. Yeah, it is a difficult film. I'm proud of our audience. No, there was no walkouts. Nothing. No. The landmark. Nope. Nobody even went to the bathroom, including no. you, Bishke. No, I I couldn't. You I were right just... there. But to have this movie have any chance to work on its own merits of what it's trying to do, you can't stop it. You can't walk away. You can't pause it. And you can't be fucking looking at your phone while you watch it. Then it's fucked. Then it's all fucked. It's all in the duration uh, and the build. You need to feel it. Yeah, yeah. That's what he's trying to do, right or wrong. And so uh, you really need to see it in the theater, which is tough because it's 
tough to see movies in the theater now, especially, especially stuff like Gaspar this. Movies, yeah. yeah. So this, this would be tough to 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 work with in a in a. I could see a lot of people even that have enjoyed his other movies mm. starting this and stopping at 15, 20 yes. minutes in because they're like, well, nothing's happening. Yeah. Whatever. But I yeah. I just if you are gonna uh, climb this mountain and descend on the other side. You got to go all the way. Yeah. Turn off the phone. You have to put your phone in thing. a different room. Yeah. Far away from you. Yeah. And really commit. Yes. Yeah. It's, it's a little jarring that Climax was his last movie and then this. And well, then. <laughs> but maybe, there are elements. Maybe he saw something during his own troubles with his brain that. Yeah. Because this is on a totally different wavelength. I mean, this is. There's no hope here. No. It, and just, the ending is very, very, very bleak. It's just death. And you see their house yeah, as it oh, was. that was powerful. And then it kept, it's kind of like the ending of Halloween where you see the different tableaus of all the places that you've come to know and the, that there's been carnage in. So they show all the, the shots of the, the apartment, cluttered as it was. All the things that he couldn't take with him to the to the home where he would have been taken care of. Exactly. Maybe. Yeah, yeah. And then it keeps cutting around and you realize everything's getting packed up, everything's leaving, and then it's just shots of this empty apartment. A space with nothing in it, yeah. And then the end. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's in, you know what's interesting? When when they um, introduced the filmmaker, Gaspar, and the and the actors at the beginning, right. they had their birthdays underneath their names, their yep. birthday years. Yep. And then at the end of the movie, the two actors had their death years yeah. as if they had died at the end of it. Yeah. <sighs> <laughs> Can anything to add, Bishki? I thought the performances were good. Dar yeah. Dario brought it. I mean, I didn't. You could tell. I don't maybe, know if he's ever acted before. Maybe French wasn't his first. Of, of course, it isn't his first language. But you, you sense that he's searching for the French words often. Yeah. And at a certain point, his son is like, you know, and dad's Italian and he yells a lot. Yeah. To kind of like let that into the <laughs> equation. Fully bought into the performance. I have no. The mom is. The mom is. Heartbreaking. Incredibly. Amazing. Like. Yeah gripping and and like yeah she is going through that yeah. but the I issue mean, for me and i think i i was a lot more accepting of this style when I, in my youth in my in my wild youth but when i can tell that the actors have just been given points that they need to hit and they're just kind of trying to they 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 make the script as they go yeah it's I, tough it's I can tough see that i can see that like I would compare this to The Father. I was thinking of The Father, yeah. too. Anthony Hopkins, you know, where that's a really strong script trying to bring you subjectively into his. It's tight. You know, but this is this is just a different thing where they're just like kind of given an outline maybe. And, yeah. You know. it's, it's, isn't it interesting? Because like The Father was very much putting you in, in the POV of the person right. going through it. That's the difference. Yeah. This is, you're very much... Um, an observer, an observer of the two people, and you can't help them, and that's very anxiety-inducing. And, and it's like, also strange, given Gasper's filmography, that he doesn't want to take you into their POV of these 
geriatric drugs that they are taking mm. because that's that's his thing or it mm. was his thing yeah like you watch something like enter the void or climax you are taking the drugs yeah right he the, doesn't as a viewer smoking the deal he's not giving you viewer. escape in this no in this one yeah. this one you just look at their faces and realize that they are going through shit yeah and that's what you get yeah so it's a it's a totally different trip and it's a bleak one. <laughs> so it'll be interesting to see what he does next. Got to climb up the mountain again. Let's go with them vortex bones. I can feel it in the bones. Who to start with here? Mm, Brother Zach. Yeah, I don't know how really. I mean, if we're going Old Testament. Who could you recommend this to? No one. And that is why, again, I, I state the, the Old Testament so often fails how you could rate a movie. Because what he, uh, Gaspar was intending to do with this film, I think very much he, he achieved. Yeah. Very much he achieved. I mean, I am, for better or for worse, going to be playing uh, through this movie, reliving through this movie, flying back over this movie a lot. I think. I feel like we were there. Go. Yeah. Yeah, and and again, just really just dreading seeing people you love go through this, and of course yourself. But um, makes you want to turn on the gas, and go to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think it's. Uh, man, I don't know how to rate it. I, I mean, know. I think it's tough. <laughs> I'm glad I'm going last. <laughs> I think I have to give it. Walking out of the theater, I have to, without really like letting it sit in, I have to give it a three mm -hmm. because I mean, it is, like I say, it's, it, it, it is nothing if not effective and gets under your skin and it is unique. And he's, I think accomplishes what he set out to. Now that said, yeah, it also isn't, um, the most, like tightly constructed film, <laughs> but, uh, but like it wasn't even trying to no. be. So, you know, maybe it should be higher than a three, but mm. it's, it's, uh, it's hard to, 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 meh, I don't know. Oh, let's, 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 let's give it three with, with an option to bump up to three and a half. Sure. Yeah. Sure. Three with an option. We'll say. Yeah. 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 That sounds good. <laughs> three from brother Zach. Yeah. Brother Bishki, did you stay awake through the whole thing? Mm -hmm. Nice. Mm, I, oh. I, I was doing some of those Gasper blinks here. Yeah, there. yeah, yeah. Some of those <laughs> where I just I would I would lose a line here yep. and there. Yep. The um, the Gasper blinks. If you don't know, they're little <laughs> flash frames, flashes of, of of black that I didn't know they were in Enter the Void, mm. and I was like, "Is something wrong with your projector, Lodgemaster?" <laughs> and he's like, "No, those are blinks." And I was like, oh, "Okay." He uses them to launder his cuts. Yeah. And um, so there's plenty of those in this one. Um, yeah, it's it's a downer, man. I can't recommend to no one. Um, <laughs> For a while, I was like, my mom might. Oh no, no, <laughs> no! It's like death's coming to get you. And it was slow going in the in the first half for sure. And but then it's then it once, slowed down. But, yeah, but then once stuff happens, it's really. It hurts even more. So I don't know. It's tough to it's tough to rate. It is. All of his films are an experience, and yes, they're like totally. He pretty much does what he sets out to do in all of them. It's tough when the compass of the creator 
is on another plane. Yeah. yeah. You know, <laughs> you need, you need to take that into consideration. What are they trying to do? What yeah. are they setting out to do? Yeah. Yeah. But enjoyment level. Oh, <sighs> anyway, I'll give it two and a half bones. Two and I don't, a half. I don't know. I it's mean, a tough one, y'all. What do you rate this? It, it's just death. It's death. <laughs> what do you death. rate death, Bishki? Oh, how many it's, bones? How many bones? <laughs> I, I guess it varies. It varies. It varies. <laughs> oh, man. It's true. There are different ways to go. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's... Uh, fuck. Yeah. It's like, if you are going to follow, did he achieve what he wanted, then it's goddamn four or three and a half. But the enjoyment level is such a hard woof that it can't, it, it has to take it down a bit. I was in pain through this movie. But I would add, I would challenge you, isn't he, tr I mean, death is pain. It is Dying pain. is pain. Letting go is pain. Watching, I mean, so I guess the question is, th there's like two questions for it's you, is it, you know, is it, is it, you know, if he wants to you to confront these things. He does. He clearly does. How successful is he in doing that? He did it. And, right. <laughs> but so what are we, what are we evaluating? I know. Here, right? I know. Anyway. Well, here's yeah. what I'm going to do. I'm going to kind of sneak out of responsibility here. <laughs> I mean, I, you know, I have this thought of, you know, life is this roller coaster and you're fucking strapped in and there's a freedom in knowing that there's nothing you can fucking do. You're just on the rails and this is what's happening and everybody's on it. This is what you have to contend with, but it also is terrifying. And this movie rubs your face in it and there's no respite. And the final lines, they put, they put the urn <laughs> in the fucking wall and the kid's like, do grandma and grandpa have a new home? And the dad's like, no, homes are for the living. Oh, the end. Oh, so it's oh. so bleak, oh, God. but it is so successful in doing what it wants. So yeah. that puts me at three and a half yeah. on just a formal level. Yeah. But I'm going to say the fact that it was so loosey goosey with the script, just having Dario. Right carry the whole thing on his back trying to figure out what he's going to say in this thing that that's going to take it down to three i gotta land the ship at three <sighs> it's so exhausting to try to rate this thing <laughs> and gasper i know you're listening i know and you're listening and i hope there's a little <laughs> trickster in your heart because i hope you come back with another one that's because we're going we, we're going to oh, follow yeah. you all the way down sir yeah. if anybody out there takes the challenge hides their phone locks it away and turns on vortex and watches it from tip to tail <laughs> Please let us know, because you will be part of a very small fraternity. Yeah, we'll <laughs> grieve together. We'll grieve together. We'll help you through it. We're your support line. Yeah. <laughs> Hit us up on Instagram. <laughs> oh, boy, guys. Well, RIP Landmark Theater. This was so appropriate. This Death is, and darkness. This is the perfect final film to see here. I wouldn't have and couldn't have seen it with anyone else. Yeah. So... Yeah. I'm I'm proud of us as as a as as a podcast for uh, coming together. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, and, and confronting the void once more. Yeah, call your loved ones, hug your friends and neighbors. Yeah, love and light to you all. Love and light, guys. Love and light.
There is no plot. No, it's life.